Hey guys, good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. This is John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, for those of us who don't know, today I'm going to be talking about racism in Dominican Republic, um, where do you start from? And um, I was watching a video earlier. Um, this guy's a Kenyan national. Um, he go by I am Ma- Mara or Myra. Uh, Myra uh, is M A R W A. Myra. Myra. Anyhow, he's a cool brother, and I've watched him since last night. I've been watching his video. Um, he usually travels to South America, Central America, and the Caribbean islands. And he's been to the he's been to the United States. Um, that being said, um, on his travel, uh, he uh, uh, he went to Santo Domingo. Uh, there's a city called Santiago. You have Dominican Republic, Punta Cana. Punta Cana is very popular with tourists. Um, but you know, he was specifically talking about Santiago. I don't know. Those of us who have been to Santiago, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I've never been to the Dominican Republic because I'm half Dominican, half Haitian. Those of us who don't know who I am, I'm John Rosenberg. My grandfather's from Dominican Republic. My grandmother's from Haiti. My father's from Haiti. But I was born in Haiti. But I know Spanish and I know Creole and French and English. So I'm very diverse. I, I spoke four languages. So that being said, Dominican, the brother, you know, he wasn't doing nothing illegal from what you, from the video, um, he was harassed by Dominican police. Now, where this Dominican-Haitian um, conflict start? It start from the beginning. Uh, no, it, it start from when the Spaniards get here and the French got to the island. Remember, they caught, the island was named by Christopher Columbus, Hispaniola. Espanola, that's the name of the, the, the name that the name of the island is Haiti. The whole island it was called Haiti. Haiti came from the the Hebrew word God's land. That being said, um, the conflict's been going on for over a hundred years now. As you know, Haiti again there, and I'm not gonna go too in depth as far as the history. I'm gonna give you a brief history, then I'm gonna talk about the gentleman, uh, the Kenyan national, Myra. So, Haitians always have this conflict with um, Dominican Republic. Now, does I'm not saying, let me be objective here. I'm not saying all Dominicans don't like Haitian. I met some cool Dominicans. They were cool co- co- collective. They were cool with Haitian. They, you know, they love Haitian culture just as much as they love um, uh, Dominican culture. But you have a good amount. I'll say about 70%, 75%, give or take. Um, I've dealt with Dominican mostly in Nueva York, that's New, New York City, and then Florida. Mostly Nueva York because I, I was around them a lot, so I get to see, you know, you know, when you're a kid, you don't know what's going on. You don't know what people are saying in Spanish, if they're being racist, if they're being friendly. You don't know because you don't speak Spanish. So as I learned Spanish, and they like to use, there's two words they use. Uh, they use negro. Negro is black, moreno. Is a is a political term they use. Moreno's like oh that the black whatever. They both is is black, but the the the, the they like to say Moreno. If they want to be ugly, they say Negro. <clears throat> so most Dominican by and large are dark skin. Okay, let's be clear on that. Most Dominican are uh, uh, brown or dark brown. That's the color. You have a few. You have light skinned Dominicans also, but if you go by the average Dominican, they are brown or dark brown. Now, they share Haiti and Dominican Republic, Santo Domingo. There's nothing holy about 
Dominican Republic. Santo Domingo means Holy Sunday. Last time I checked, there's nothing holy about Santo Domingo. Santo Domingo have a, a high percentage of prostitution over there, especially in Santiago, Punta Cana, and Dominican Republic, the, the, the city. You guys can come here and say that's not true. That is true. I have a lot of friends that go there every year, every summer. They tell me the same thing every time. That goes black and white. So Dominican in particular, they have this racist towards Haitian. They treat Haitian like dog, especially those poor Haitian. Now you have three kinds of Haitian that goes there. You have the poor Haitian that come from the countryside that goes there for jobs. And you have Haitian nationals that go there. Then you have Haitian students that go there to study. So you have to be able to differentiate those three. Now, Dominican, once they know you from Haiti, they have this hatred. I don't know why, if it's a spiritual thing, but it's a brainwash thing. You see, you see, when you have same brothers and same sisters, you know, Dominican, how would I simplify Dominican is, uh, um, I will say this, is your mother being raped by two white men. One is French, the other one is Spaniard. Um, the first one, she was raped by a Spaniard first, then she was raped by a Frenchman. So that's how I would say the, the, the dynamic between, you know, same mother, different father. That's, that's how I would put Dominican and Haitian. Same mother, different father. That being said, um, that conflict been going on for over 100 years. Mind you that Haiti gained their independence 1804 and Dominican Republic then um, established until 1835 or 1830. Um, don't quote me on this. I know I'm right or when it comes to it. It might be 1830 if I'm correct. That being said, they was under Haitian rule for 30 years. There was some conflict during that time. And then that's why I tell you, you got, uh, that's why I, I blame Haiti for that because Haiti should have got rid of the Spaniard off the island completely. They should have shipped their ass to Cuba or Puerto Rico or Costa Rica or Mexico. They should have shipped them out of there. Me, I would have killed all the Spaniards off the island. So that will be one island. I'm, I'm still advocating that one day Haitian and Dominican Republic can live in one island in peace with no, no, with no bigotry. It will happen. It will happen one day. But right now, I blame the government of Santo Domingo and I blame the United States also. Um, I remember a couple of years ago, I think it was like 2017, when they were shipping Haiti, a Haitian back to Haiti. Those, those Haitians were born. Those are Dominican nationals. They were born in Dominican Republic. They've never been to Haiti. They don't know nothing about Haiti, just the language. But they, they, they don't know nothing about Haiti as part of the history. But they was they were born there, they grew up in Santo Domingo. So the Dominican public had put an initiative to ship back those Haitian national um those those black Dominicans back to Haiti because they have Haitian roots according to them. So this is the racing. There's a lot of Dominicans who live in America. And I and I told Dominican that all he's the hypocrisy. I say, how would you feel if America said, you know what? We're gonna ship you back to DR because you're not, you know, you're not from here. You know, I, you were born here, but your parents are not from here. Blah blah blah. You will not like those. You will not like that. You see what happened to the Mexican? They don't like that. You will not like that. You go to the UN, you have a fit. But you do that to the Haitian. You treat the Haitian. The Haitian are very proud people. Let me be clear on that. They are very proud people. They're very proud of their culture and their heritage. Don't get it twisted. Haitian are very proud of their culture. Even the poorest of the poorest Haitians are still proud. Yes, they do treat Haitians like dogs in Dominican Republic, especially those poor Haitians coming from the countryside. My brother go there regularly, and he told me stories about that. That's why I, me, myself, 
I don't care about Punta Cana. I want to go to Dubai. I want to go to France. I want to go to Mexico or Colombia before I go to San Domingo because this is my preference. I will not go to Punta Cana. That being said, uh, the guy is a, a Kenyan national from Kenya. Uh, his name is Mawa. Um, the brother is cool. You know, he's a very friendly guy and he's there with his uh, cameras and stuff like that, taking, doing videos. Like, you know, all those white people that go to those countries. And I'm going to address the Negro American who goes to San Domingo. And I'm going to address Africans who want to go travel abroad. And I did, I'll talk about this on my last podcast. For those of us, those of you who want to travel around the world, be, be, don't, don't, get, don't get complicit. Racism is everywhere. Some places is more apparent than the other. Like a case, in case in point, like the DR, if you're not in those resorts in Punta Cana, you go outside those resorts, you you, they will check your ass. Literally, they will check you if you're black. Now, if you're black American, they hear the accent, you're like, oh, those Americanos. You might get a pass, but if you Haitian or African or other countries, they're gonna get on your ass. Except if you're a nas- if you're like a diplomat, if you're a diplomat, they ain't going they won't dare do that because that's bad for their brand and their tourism. They're not gonna mess with you. But if you like the average Joe, you there to visit your visitor, they'll give you hell. Not all of them, but you know most of them. Especially the men. Dominican men are very territorial. They like Mexican men. Primarily, their women are very promiscuous. Not all of the women, but most of them. And the women will sleep with other men. And that that just irked them when they find out their women are sleeping with other men. Especially if, if the person has to be, or if you have to be a Haitian or a black American, they hate that stuff to the core. And I've, I've been around um, Dominican men. They hate that stuff. And that's true. You cannot... Those of us who go to San Domingo know exactly what I'm talking about. Dominican men cannot take that shit. And we have way more swagger than them. Let's be clear on that. I'm not promoting that for you to go out there and sleep, sleep with people's wife. That's not cool. And those women too, you just as a whole, as anybody. If you're married and then you, you see a, a, a black American or African that go there and you have sex with them behind your husband's back, you're a whore. So I'm not saying all Dominican women are whores. Don't come to my channel and say I, I say all Dominican women are whores. Yeah, that's not true. I've dated one uh, a couple of Dominican women. They were very ladylike, respectable. But that being said, racism is at the core in Dominican's culture. Because when you watch Telemundo, and that goes to what South America, when you watch Telemundo, they always show you uh, the black maid, the black chauffeur, the black this, the black... Uh, cook but they never show you professional black professionals once in a blue moon it depends the country you might see one or two pop up but by and large when you watch Telemundo Television Nacional you're not going to see that back to the brother from Africa and you Africans who want to travel abroad let me give you the rundown and I'm not travel abroad but I've read about different cultures and I watch a lot of videos on people that travel the world, and they, especially black people that travel the world. When you're a black person, man or woman, especially if you're a male, a male people are going to look at you different, okay? People are going to look at you different because primarily the media always portray us in a bad light, especially in China, India, Russia, 
um, Santo Domingo, you name it, you know, in Mexico, you have a lot of media outlets that portray people in black, uh, uh, black people in bad light. The brother was, you know, detained. He was beat up for no reason. And the reason why he got detained, because they thought he was Haitian, but he's not Haitian. He's from Kenya. He's a Kenyan national. He's from Africa. So, and he said the reason why he didn't want to speak Spanish, because he knows that he was going to get on his ass. So he, he kept speaking English until he was, you know, they let him go. Because they didn't have nothing against him, because he wasn't breaking any laws. All he was doing... You know, taking pictures and doing videos. That just showed the hypocrisy with Dominicans. And not all Dominicans. Let me be objective here. Not all Dominicans feel like that. And I have Dominican people in my family. So I'm not saying all Dominicans think like that, act like that. I'm not saying that. You guys are Dominican. Okay, to sabe. A lot of you guys are el tupido manicón puto. That's what you guys are. A lot of you guys are el tupido manicón puto. So, you know who you are, and if the shoes uh, fit, wear the damn shoes. And Dominican men, like I said, they're very jealous, and they're very territorial, just like Mexican men and Cuban men. Cuban men are like that, too. But primarily, Dominicans and Mexicans. Now, I've lived around Mexican, I've lived around... I met, see, when it comes to Hispanic, so-called Hispanic, I mess mostly with Puerto Rican. You know what I like a Puerto Rican? Puerto Rican, they fuck with you because they don't be in that BS. You have some of them, you know, be think they're El Blanco. You know who you are. But a lot of them, they fuck with you because, they know, they don't care who you are. They just, you know, they, they be, you know, they love you for who you are. But that's not the same thing with Dominican. Dominican, if if you're not black American, even black American, when they come to America, they, they talk shit about black American. Oh, Los Morenos. I'm like, dude, you're not fucking white. You're not El Blanco. Calmate. Cayate, cayate la boca, pendejo, manicón. So I'm like, you're not freaking El Blanco, you're El Negro. So when you come to America, you think you're better than somebody else, go ch- sit your ass down, okay? Go sit somewhere. Dominican, I have a Dominican neighbor here, I have a Dominican uh, maintenance guy. I was, t- I didn't really go into, because when he asked me where I was from, initially he thought I was African because my wife is from Africa. Secondly, he thought I was a black American. So once I told him I was Haitian, his attitude changed a little bit. I know why his attitude changed, because when he comes to my house, he was acting a little bit funny. He was banging my door hard like he's a cop. I'm like, dude, why are you banging on my door so fucking hard? You don't do that to the white folks when you go to their fucking apartment. So Dominicans, they know that for sure, because the reason why they don't talk about it, because it messed up their brand and it make them look stupid in the eyes of the world because they're like, in one hand, they were like, oh, come to Dominican Republic, that's the best place. Yes, there's some, there's some nice place in Dominican, there's some beautiful place in Haiti. But the media don't, do not promote that because they promote more um, Dominican Republic. So people have a tendency to go there. That's why they built Dominican Republic more because if they did that to Haiti, it will be a, they won't do it because America is part of that problem too. America, the U.S. government is behind that and the, 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 the government and the Dominican public are behind that. And I, you, you have to put law in place where people will not be harassed because of their color of their nationality. Haitians should not be harassed in the Dominican public, period. And that's something that we need to take to the UN. Uh, we need to take that to the world court. We're not going to put up with this for long because this, this thing got to stop ASAP. As a Haitian national 
who are reside in America, I'm telling you, this got to stop ASAP. We're not going to put up with Dominican racism. We don't even put up with American racism here in, in this country, let alone, we're not, hey, this is the same freaking island. Those of you, those of you that, who have not been to Dominican Republic in Haiti, let me tell you something. They are the same island, okay? It's like you're going from one corner to the next corner. It's the same island. Only thing, one speaks Spanish, the other one speaks Creole and French. Primarily Creole. So you cannot, you know, treat Haitian like dogs. Because when, when, the, when, the, when the table turn, when, they, when you come to America, those white Americans treat you like shit. You, you hate that stuff. That thing pain you. You hate that. When those Italians been kicking your ass, you hate it. You hate that fact that they kick your ass. You don't like it. You go to the, you take them to court. That's the same thing. You don't like it. Why you do it to Haitian people in your country? When people come there, whether they come there to, now if they're robbing people or they're selling drugs or they're raping people, by all means, put them to jail or send them back to Haiti. But if the person comes to your country to work hard, to have a better life, you're not supposed to harass them. You're not supposed to do that. Because if, if the terrible, if we start doing that to you, you will not like that. And you will not like and Dominican women are very promiscuous. Most of them, not all, but most of them. That's another reason why Dominican men don't like us. Because they know that when we go to the Dominican Republic, we are fucking the shit out of their women. So, and we got a bigger cock anyway. So they go bananas, they go monkey apes. When they see us coming. Now, I'm not saying all Dominicans are like that. Let me be clear on that. I'm not saying all Dominicans are because Dominicans, they'll be, you know, they're going to listen to this podcast. Oh, papi, no, 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 papi. No, that's not true. No, por qué? Why? Por qué? Why? Dominican Republic is a nice country. Yes, but there is, there's a lot of racism there. Now, he's a brother. He's a Kenyan national from Africa. A lot of you guys don't even know about Africa. Dominicans don't even know nothing about Africa. Let's be clear. If you don't, if they, they only care about Puerto Rico, fucking Mexico. They don't even, they don't even care about Haitian, let alone Africa. So let's be clear on that. Most Dominicans, I'll say 90% of them, they don't give a damn about Africa, let alone Haiti. They don't give a damn about Haiti. You think they're going to give a damn about Africa? So... That being said, that racism, I've seen it here in, in, in America with, with Dominicans. Even when you go to their store, I remember um, it was a waitress. Um, she was really nice to me. I'm not going to say she was rude. Um, the minute I told her I was Haitian, her attitude changed towards me. And I didn't give her two fucks because I knew I was not going to come back to that restaurant anyway. I was just hungry and I wanted to eat. So the next best thing was you know, to eat some Dominican food, which is, you know, it's not too much, it's not the best food I've ate, but it was okay. But Dominicans are known for behaving like this across the island. Primarily, the guy was in Santiago. Um, they like that in Punta Cana because Punta Cana is a resort town, so they kind of, you know, they are police there 24-7, so they kind of push back on the racism a little bit. But don't be don't be complicit when you go there. Be on your P's and Q's. And then lately, there have been a lot of missing people out in Santo Domingo and Punta Cana. So you got to be careful as a black national, especially black Negroes who are coming from America. You guys get so caught up with those Dominican girls that go bananas. Dominican women are not the most beautiful women in, in, South America, in Central America or the Caribbean island. Let's keep that real, okay? 
Let's keep it real. Y'all give Dominican women too much credit with to, about their looks. They not you have sisters in America that will, that make Dominican women look like shit. Okay, literally. So I'm not saying yeah. The, every culture, the, every culture have. I, me, I rather Colombian against Dominican when it comes to women or Peruvian or Venezuelan. I think Venezuelan women are the most beautiful behind Brazilian women, but that's just my preference. But some, a lot of you guys may agree with me. Those of you who traveled to Central America, South America, and North America, you already know what I'm saying is true. Except if you're Dominican, you might have a, you might be biased. So Dominicans are known for being racist. Not all of Dominicans are like that. Like I said, I've dealt with Dominican. I have Dominican people in my family. They're not like that. But by and large, the minute they know you're Haitian or they know you... If you're black American, they'll give you a pass because they want to get their green card. A lot of those women, they call it, they like to call you Western Union Pappy. I will do a podcast on the Western Union Pappy, what does it mean for black American and other... Uh, Africans who go into Dominican Republic. You got to be careful out there. You will get robbed and you will get killed. Don't get it twisted. So, the brother, I felt bad for him. He got beat up for no reason in Santiago because he was video. And a lot of white folks over there every day video, you know, they tape stuff, they video stuff. They never be harassed. You never see a white person getting beat up in the Dominican Republic. Unless he go out there and do something stupid, he might get roughed up. But you don't see Dominican, uh, you know, coming to white people, uh, Asian people, beat them up randomly. They don't do that. They only do that to Haitian, poor Haitian, and 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 and, 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 and poor uh, Africans that go there. Black American because they 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 back away from them because they know that they go to the U.S. embassy, it's gonna look bad on them if they harass Black American because Black American are very powerful when it comes to politics. So they kind of back away from black American. They won't fuck with a black American because black Americans are very proud of their culture. You can tell they got swagger. You can see them a miles, you know, 20 miles away because they got a lot of swag. They're very, they're very, especially the men, they're very proud. So when they walk into the street, they, they draw a lot of attention because women like them because the way they talk, the way they dress, the way they smell. So women are attracted to that. So Dominican men hate that. A lot of Dominican men who's not, you know, they're pendejos. So they're very, they're puto. So they, a lot of them are bitches. So they like, they be hating on us because we, can, we be fucking the shit out of their women. See, they don't like that. So not all Dominicans are like that. Let me be clear. You have some Dominicans who are cool with black people. They're like, yo, we are the same people. Fuck all that bullshit. Let's move on. But a lot of Dominicans, especially all the Dominicans who grew up in the 60s and the 50s, and they have that mindset, you know, they have that racial, which is ridiculous. Like, just like, you know, you have, you know, Cubans who come here think they're better than Haitian or better than Jamaican. They're stupid because we are the same people. By the end of the day, we just have different nationality. We are the same people. We just have different nationality. Because that's why I say racism is bad and religion is really bad. You see, religion and racism have really destroyed our people on a, on a spiritual level. On a, on a mental level, it have with havoc on our people. That's why we have this hatred to each other. For the, and the white man that conquer you, he's around walking around multi-billionaire laughing his ass off. Like, look at those two fools fighting over land, uh, that, you know, fighting over nationality. 
which is we give them those nationalities and we give them those religion. So they, when white people look at you, they see like two Negroes who are fighting over nonsense, over crumbs. Not really, not meat, just crumbs from the table. So the, the, the Dominican um, relationship with Haitian is a deep, deep embedded racism because Haiti have ruled the Dominican Republic for 30 years and there was a lot of backlash. In the 30s, from what I understand, uh, I, I watched the documentary, there was a president. Uh, my, my grandfather told me about it when I was a child, but I couldn't comprehend the whole thing. I was too young to comprehend it. But now, as I get older, I comprehend the story. They was killing a lot of Haitians. I think like 40,000 Haitians were slaughtered. I mean, slaughtered, literally. And he was a, he was a mulatto. He used to put like powder in his face. If you go to um, Santo Domingo, they have a museum with his, um, with his uh, pictures and his um, whatever uniform. And they will show you where he will put like powder to make his face look more El Blanco. Like Tommy Sosa. Tommy, uh, Sammy, Sammy Sosa, El Blanco now. He from from El Negro to El Blanco because he blushes skin. Self-hate. So like I said, Dominican Republic with Haitian um, dynamic is a, is a very, is, it goes back hundreds of years of us dominating them. They didn't like that. Um, and I plan to close on this thing. For those of you, especially Africans who want to travel to the Caribbean islands, to South America, make sure you know the, the, the country you're going to, how they treat black people before you go there. Don't just go there blindly because you see a few nice videos and you want to go and visit. You'll be really, they will trick you into that. There's racism in every of those countries, whether it's Panama, Nicaragua, You'll see, even though a lot of those countries have a large black population, but you'll see the difference between how they treat white nationals and black nationals. You'll see the difference at the airport. You'll see the difference in the, in the resort. In some places, they treat them equally. In other places, they don't. So as a black national from uh, Africa or from the, from, uh, the, from the Americas, when you go to Santo Domingo, be in your P's and Q's. Don't be like... All into their women, and some of those guys are getting killed because I tell you, Dominican will pull out the machete, machetas, they will cut your head off for their women. Let's be clear on that. They have done that to Haitian and other people. So you have to be careful when, you, when you're dealing with those women and, and, and um, those mamacitas over there. Be careful because you might get your head chopped up with a machete. So be careful, brothers. When you go to Santo Domingo, be, be on your square. Not only Central Bingo, Mexico like that, Colombia, Colombia, Venezuela's like that. You know, it varies from country to country. Argentina's like that. Um, Brazil is like that. So you got to be careful where you go as a black man. You have to know your surrounding. But I would like to give a shout out to Mara at I am, at I am Mara underscore Mara on YouTube and he's on Instagram. He's a Kenyan national. Go check him out. He's a very nice brother. Very positive. I'm looking forward to doing a podcast with him about that situation. But thank you for tuning in. One love. This is John signing off from Jacksonville. Vamanos. Let's go. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome back to another episode. This is John Rosenberg, live from Jacksonville, 
thank you for tuning into this podcast. Um, it's my pleasure to welcome you guys on board um, in in America and across the wor- world. Now we're going to discuss a topic that's very familiar in um, Central and in South America and the Caribbean island. I know those of, of us who travel abroad, especially men in particular, black men and white men, um, who are looking for a wife. Um, like I told you guys before, when you're looking for a wife in a different culture, you have to study the culture before you make that leap of faith. Now, in those culture, prostitution might be very prominent. In others, it may not be. Whether you're going to Thailand, whether you're going to Philippines, whether you're going to Colombia, South America, Dominican Republic, Haiti, Jamaica, so on and so forth, Brazil. So all of those places I've just mentioned, they have different culture, they have different history, and they have different way of life. Now, why do I say this? Now, in America, there's a lot of, I will call this podcast, uh, Don't Be a Western Union Poppy. Do not be a Western Union poppy. Don't be a Western Union poppy. And those of us who speak Spanish, poppy is father. Um, I like women use that. It, it, Spanish women love to use that as, you know, as a playful word, poppy. But those of us who travel abroad, especially brothers, I'm really going to focus on brothers. And I'll talk about the white guys too. Um, I will discuss discrimination. We talk about scams, all that stuff going on. Now, a lot of those countries are poor countries. So when they see a man of color or white men, for that matter, they, their women go crazy because, you know, the person say, oh, he's from America, he got money. Now, let's be real now. A lot of us who travel may not have that kind of money. We just, some of us go out there and show off. And some of us just go out there to chill. But if you are looking for a wife in those countries I just mentioned, there's a lot of pip, uh, pip hole. You gotta, you gotta. There's a lot. Uh, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of things you have to know about the culture before you even think about marrying a woman from there. Now, if you want to have a good time, hey, go knock yourself out. I'm not gonna. I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to critique you. I'm just. I'm just keeping it one thousand with you. And you have to know the language, especially in South America. You have to know Spanish because you cannot go to this country and try to get a wife. You have to spend at least a month just to build rapport for that with that woman. And like I said, in those countries, Colombia have a lot of prostitution. It depends on Medellin or Bogota. I think Medellin have more prostitution than Bogota, according to my friends who went there and from what I've seen on TV. So be careful when you go to those places because they're going to use you, they're going to abuse you. A lot of those women, they're looking for their green card. Let's keep it to 1,000. So they're looking for opportunities to come to America. Now, you know, America is not the same it was 30 years ago. It's not the same it was 20 years ago, 15 years ago. So things have changed. America is going to a transition as I speak to you on this podcast. So there's America, there's a lot of racism in America. There's a lot of racism in South America, Central America, and the Caribbean islands. Where, where they talk about Dominican Republic, how they treat the Haitian over there is bad. Um, when you go marry a Dominican woman, one thing you have to realize is they, they're stuck in colorism. They're big on... So that's one of the reasons, me, myself, I would never marry a Dominican woman. I, I, I would say never say never, but my person, you know, marrying them, it would be uh, highly unlikely because their mindset is all messed up with this colorism nonsense. 
I'd rather marry a Colombian, to be honest with you, or Brazilian. So racism is very prominent in those countries, uh, whether you're aware of it or not. But if you go to those countries looking for a wife, I'm not going to knock you, but you have to be a report. There's a lot of catfish on their website. A lot of these women, they're underage. Some of them off age. You have to ask for, you know, she have to give you her ID, her, you know, her passport. You have to ask her for her passport, how she look like. And if her pictures match your passport picture and her name, then she might be legit. And you have to video chat with those women. Don't just, just go there because she's look good. She have a nice body. You're going to get tricked, brother. You're going to be tricked. You're going to be bamboozled. And you're going to be losing. You're going to lose a lot of money. A lot of those women, to be honest with you, they are scam artists. Uh, they'll use you, take your money. And you're going to be very stressed out. To avoid all that, you have to be able to report the woman. And I'm, I'm just saying if you want to get married. Uh, if you're having fun, you still got to be careful because they will scam you too. So don't go out there and showing off you got money. You know, showing off your bling bling, all that stuff. That you won't be a target for to get robbed. So you gotta be low key, you know, reserved, and still have fun. But if you're looking to get married, you have to be careful because those women, like I said, they try to get away from their country because, unlike Colombia, Colombia do have a lot of opportunities for. They have great universities, from what I understand. So you may find a woman that's highly educated. You may have, and they're not that thirsty over there, from what I understand. And DR, they are very thirsty. So a lot of those women live from impoverished situation. They just want to get out of the country and come to America. You have some Dominican women over there who are not that hungry to come to America because they have a profession. They're making money. They travel all around the world. So they may not be thirsty to get married with you. But the average Dominican are thirsty to come to America. Let's keep it clear. To go to any country, for that matter. So you gotta be you gotta be aware of that of those of, the, of, the, of those facts. So that being said, you you must understand the culture. You must understand the the language, because a lot of us we know we have app now. You know Google Translate, and you have a lot of apps that can help you. You know communicate with the person. But usually you have to go to a with a person that have some English background. That knows some English. I'm not saying she have to be fluent, but she knows some English, the basics. So that way, you know, you can really talk to that person freely. And another thing is, a lot of those countries, like I said earlier, there's a lot of racism in there. I'm, I'm really, the white people, they don't face that because, you know, they're white. So when you're white, you are welcome everywhere, even though you might be a scum of the earth. People are gonna be nice to you because you're white. Now, when you're black, you know it depends where you go. Some places you are welcome, and other places you're not welcome. That's just the way the cookie crumble. So you gotta be aware of that. Yeah, other countries not gonna really judge you on your color primarily, uh, like America does. But you have to be aware. Don't be so delusional that oh man, they love me because I'm from America. Yes, they do, and in a way they don't. You just got to feel the vibe. So when you deal with those women, a lot of them, the, the reason why that make them attractive, a lot of them, they're very feminine. They're very submissive. So that's something that most American men, they don't get from American women. Now, let me be clear. Let me up the objective here. I'm not saying all American women are not feminine or not um, submissive to their husband or their boyfriend. But we're going by the law of average. Most American uh, women, they want to be independent. 
And independent intellectually, I get that. But when you're in a relationship, you have to have a compa- you know, a, a companionship with the person. You have to have commitment. So a lot of those women, they get caught up out there because they want to be independent, especially if they make more money than you. They also about how much money they're making. A lot of men, that rub them the wrong way. So a woman like that, it will never be a wife because she's going to drive you nuts. I don't care. She might look like Beyonce. I don't give a damn. She's going to drive your, your life crazy. In other culture, the woman knew her place. Um, I, I don't care if it's Caribbean, if it's a Latin, whatever you want to call them, Latino, whatever, or Asian. They know their place. They know when to speak, when not to speak. But the American woman, by and large, they don't know when to shut up, when to speak. They just speak for, for, for no reason whatsoever. And when you're in a relationship or dating for in some cases, it, it, it backfires on, on, on the woman or the men for some, in some cases. But we, we are addressing the men and the women, mostly the men right now who travel. So it backfired on them because the women don't know how to be, you know, submissive. They don't know how to be feminine. A lot of them, they act like dykes, literally. And, and that came from the feminist movement. They want to be equal to men. You can never be equal to a man because you're not built like that. Now, I understand as far as rages and some job, I, I know... If the woman is qualified, I think she should get the same wage as a man. Now, another job is different because if it's a physical job, I think the men should get more money because the men going to work harder than the woman. So if it's like an office job, stuff like that, I think the woman and the men should get equal pay, especially if she have the qualification, they should get equal pay. But that being said, when you travel abroad and you try to get your wife, now I'm not talking about those of you guys who millennials who go out there, have sex, drink, have a good time you know you're young do what you gotta do but if you're grown like myself you try to look for a woman to have children with build your life with and you want to venture out from america you have to know the culture you have to learn the language and you have to give yourself you have to be patient because a lot of those places you go there you gotta at least spend at least a month there to get to know the person to build rapport with that person or you got to make at least four or five trips before you can say, you know what, this is this woman might be the one for me. And you have to do a lot of video chat with her, just, you know, getting to know me and her parents before you even think about, you know, filing, you know, for for, for a visa for her to come. Because that will alleviate a lot of problems. A lot of us, we get caught up in the looks. Now, in Latin America particularly, and Philippines too, there's a lot of beautiful women. So if you're not used to beautiful women, you will be tricked out there. Because those beautiful women, they will run games on you. Not all of them, let me be clear. But most of them will run game on you when you're all over them like that. You're like, you cannot control yourself. You got to be patient. You got to be humble. And you got to take your time. You can't be rushing them to... Now, they all give, it up. They all give up the cookies now. But because you're American, they're going to give up the cookies most of the time. But sometimes they may not give it up, especially if they travel the world too, like yourself. If they are well-traveled, they're not going to be desperate for, you, for them to come to America because they got visas, they can travel wherever they want, and they got money. So if they got money, they got a profession, they're not going to be all over you like that. So if they're just an average chick who just go to school, live with their parents, yeah, they're going to be all over you because, you know, they want to get out the country or they want to use some of your money. That being said, you got to be careful when you go to those countries 
Because if you don't know the culture, you will never know that person, what they're about. Because a lot of us, especially brothers, you know, brothers, we get we get bamboozled all the time. White men, too, they do. But a lot of brothers, they get, not all brothers, some brothers, are, they, they've been there, they know the culture, they learn the language. So those brothers, I exclude them. But the other brothers who try to go out there to look for a wife, I have to be honest with you guys, you must know the language and you must know the culture. Because you coming from America, that's America. America have a different culture. Let's be clear on that. Our culture is different from other cultures. So you have to be aware of that. Say, you know what? I have to humble myself and learn her culture, the language. You don't have to be fluent. You know, it's good if you're fluent. But if you know the language, you can communicate with that person. And that will alleviate a lot of problems. And you must meet her parents. You must meet the parents to see what kind of girl she is, her friends, to see what kind of, if she's like a person that's promiscuous, if she's a respectable person, you have to meet her friends and her family before you can make any decision. So a lot of brothers, they call them Western Union Pack. And don't, don't send money to the person. Do not send money. A lot of us make that mistake, sending money, think your money will make the person faithful. No, she ain't, she ain't gonna be faithful to you just because you send her money every month, no. She's going to pimp you, use all your money, and when she gets tired of you, she'll get she'll go to the next person. So don't be sending her money. Don't give all your information, your bank account information, your social security. You don't share none of those information with nobody until you know that person for real, for real. And then you can start sharing some personal information. Keep all your information private and sacred to yourself. Now, do not give nobody your bank account. Don't give nobody your address, your, where you live, and all that stuff. So a lot of brothers, they get caught up in the light, you know, in the hype and, you know, in the beauty of the woman. So they, they open themselves, you know, they start giving the woman the personal address, their bank account in some cases. And next thing you know, the woman took all their money. Now they, they're back to square one again. Now they, they, they either hit the country or they just hate everything about that country. They just stop going to that country because they got scammed so many times. So don't be so quick to give the, your, uh, those women your personal information. You have to be rapport. That's like anybody here in America. You have to be rapport with that person before you can trust that person with your stuff. Like I told you before, a lot of those women, they're looking for a way out. So the way out is to come to America, to go to France, to go to, go to any other country. But, you know, their country, most, those women live like in a dollar per month, a dollar per day and, and or, uh, per week in some cases. So they live in hand to mouth. So when they see you, you know, they're like, oh, you're American, you got money. That's their mindset. And even though you might be broke as broke. But when they see you coming, they're like, oh, especially if you're flashing a lot of, you know, money and stuff like that, jewelry. They, they you know, that's, that's going to backfire on you because you're going to be a high risk. So you got to be humble. You got to be low key. I don't care if you have millions of dollars. I'm not saying don't dress nice. You know, if you go into a nice bar, you got to, you know, dress nice, smell good. But don't be too flashy with it. Keep it nice and simple. But, um, you know, you have to be careful when you're dating those foreign women. Because if you don't know their culture, you don't know the language, more than likely you're going to get bamboozled. They're going to they're gonna take your money, they're going to take your information, and they're going to pass it on to somebody else to use you again. So I'm not saying all women from those foreign countries are desperate for men. But they like foreign men. Especially brothers, you know, brothers, you know, we got swag, we can dance. So imagine if you go to that, like, if you go to Latin America, in the Caribbean, 
Let me advise those brothers. You must learn how to dance. I repeat, you must learn how to dance because that's their culture. Whether you're dating, dating a Brazilian, Colombia, Venezuela, Peruvian, Argentinian, those people, Caribbean people, we love to dance. So that's our culture. So you must know how to dance. If you don't know how to dance, you have to learn how to dance. And that's something that will turn the woman on. They like to see their husband know how to dance. So... Now, if she's old, she's like, if she's in her late 40s, early 50s, she may not care about those things too much because, you know, she's, you know, she's done that, she's been there, done that. But if she's like in her 30s and her 20s and, you know, in her 40s, she would like to, for you to know how to dance because if you guys go out, she might want to dance. So you better learn how to dance. And I'm addressing the white guys and the brothers, especially the brothers that go down there. And most of, some of those brothers, they don't mind learning how to dance. And some of us, they already know how to dance, so that they fit right in. So those of us who don't know how to dance, if you're going to go to Latin America, you must know how to dance in the Caribbean islands. You must know, especially if you try to look for a wife. Now, if you're just dating, having a fun, you don't have to know how to dance, but it's, you know, it's 50-50. But if you, if you try to marry somebody from that culture and they're young, they're like 20 and up, 20 to 40, you, you, you must know how to dance. So don't be a Western Union poppy. Don't be saying women does your money. And then just keep it, you know, respectful. Learn the language. Learn the culture before you can make any decision. And don't share your personal information with nobody you don't know. Even when you start to know them, you still cannot share your personal information. Make sure you meet their friends and their parents to know what they're about before you make any decision if you want to file for visa for them to come to america to france wherever you got you may be so that's all i got about being um on this podcast i'll leave you with this do not be a uh, don't be a western union poppy you guys be have a great day and a great week take care one love